Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. Hi, what's going on? Luca here with the Vigor Life Podcast. And today, you notice that I don't have all these explanations of what it is. We just go into it. Pretty much that's that's how it rolls over here. But uh, today we got John Wolf in the building and, you know, he's visiting to do a um, on a course in Seattle. So I was like, well, we got to get him on a show. Uh, you know, it's really hard for me to even say, like, uh, to give you a title. So I'm going to have you explain all the things that you do because there's no one title for what you do. Matt, buddy. we both know this. So yeah. just give, give me a short synopsis. Of 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 kind of like you know I meet you in the street. What does John Wolf do, man? You know what uh, my official title on is Chief Fitness Officer. I like so. that Chief Chief <laughs> sounds CFO. You kind of sounds <laughs> sounds official, but it's like your Chief Finance Officer. Nah, dog. No, Chief Fitness Officer. That's low level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I do what I do. So the thing about it was is you know on it is a it's a highly dynamic environment. So nobody does one job. It's mm-hmm. not just me. It's like it's like Luca. What, what's your job? Uh-huh. Uh. My job is to be Luca. <laughs> I got I got ten job man. You know, it's it's crazy and and honest like that too is it's just uh, it's a place where everybody there has an entrepreneurial spirit. Everybody there is owning their shit. Everybody there is pushing the envelope and moving the ball forward. And to do that, you just you just whatever comes across your desk, whatever comes across your way, say, you, you do you it. You kind of do what you need to do. That's it, man. But just for every, I mean, like, if you don't know John, kind of like, all right, you really need to look him up. But, um, you know, what he's exceptionally great at is, is, is coaching and teaching the concepts that, you know, the honest certifications do, which is everything from, you got to look it up, like durability and foundations, kettlebells, uh, unconventional training. But like I said, I don't want to just piece it into this one little box. Uh, but beyond that, he's just been a driving force uh, and on it and a, a great friend and has helped uh, a lot with uh, with the training here. We had the whole team go through cert. Um so yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to kind of like pull it out there, like you know, what what exactly it is, yeah, so that there's some concepts drawn here. Education but is definitely the thing. Educate, yeah. yeah, you know. So to be honest, I I got hired with Onnit uh, to develop a certification course that incorporated the total human optimization mission, but also incorporated all the unconventional tools that Onnit sells. So um, and proliferates content through you know, so like you said, kettlebells, sandbags, suspension training battle ropes, maces, clubs, even barbells. So what we did is we try to create this all-inclusive system that allows for you to plug and play whatever it is you already do into the mix. So it doesn't invalidate other people's concepts or content. We really just, you know, basically believe that uh, good information can't displace good information, man. It has to be willingly accept to accept modular improvement in any way, shape or form. And so education, developing an educational framework that allows for that is, it was my highest priority. But then uh, I was doing that remote from Cali where I was running my own gym and uh, grinding in that on that hustle. But then they, uh, they said, Hey, you know what, what do we got to do to get you out here to Austin and run our, our freaking, uh, you know, HQ gym, this, this beacon, uh, that we want to create called the Onnit Academy headquarters, you know? And I was like, man, well, you don't, you don't got to do too much. I want I want to go over there and do that. <laughs> Let you me know? play hard to get for what, like five seconds. And yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going to Austin. <laughs> uh, so yeah, ran the gym out there and, uh, 
worked with uh, with uh, under another person in my current position. Uh, as he as he left, I had to step up into new roles. So product development, uh, creating new platforms for proliferation of content. So uh, we have our on it on it Academy on demand platform. So that's yeah. really something that we've been working on in the last quarter here, where we're really developing our in house trainers uh, to be content producers. People, you know, and that's something you always yeah. And always I love that, on. man. Actually, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I wanted to bring that up a couple points that you said. One, you know what I love about just you in general, but the, you know with Ana is that there's not this like competitive like you're wrong, we're right. But yeah. it's like okay, look, what's gonna make us better? And, and you've given kind of uh, the platform to even with the certifications to the guys that are really like in the trenches doing the work. And I, and I love that, right? Because if you have different coaches now running everything, um, yeah. a lot of the certs that are doing this day in and day out. And also giving the platform on the membership site, right? Because because that's exactly yeah. what we're talking about. And I think there's a huge kind of like uh, let's just call it empowerment, right? Empowerment when you when you're like, hey, look, take over, do your thing. Mm-hmm. It makes people want to push harder. Kind of when you got into that position, right? You're mm-hmm. like, man, I believe in what we're doing, so I want to do the best that I can. And yeah, man. I think that's so important. You know, when I went on it, there was no precedent. Like, oh, this is this is what you have to do. You know, it's like, well, we bring you out here and it's kind of like people going out west to mine for gold. You know, like, <laughs> like you, you got to start digging and have faith, you know. And thankfully, you know, a lot of the things that I was hired to do, I had been developing myself for a decade to to deliver it. I had developed the foresight, insight, you know, that the vision to say, like, this is what I wish I could create if I had the resources, if I had the uh, if I had because the thing about it is you can have a lot of the skills and a lot of the talent. But if you don't have, a you know, the that magnetism and no, uh, like a brand like on it, yep. can bring, you know, 100 percent, because it's like right. Even right now, as I think about, OK, well, what what we're doing with Vigor and where we're going. I mean, the resources necessary are crazy, you know, and I, and I got to a point where even now I'm like, man, we're under staff. I need more help. Right. And, and it's tough. And, and like was with, with, with on it. Right. I mean, the opportunity to go like, wow, this dream can be built. Mm-hmm. I can be a part of it with my, with my skill sets and continue to get better to help them. And, and I would say like, here's the thing. When you left, right. To go there was one of the main things that, like you believed in the vision so much, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, cause, cause I always explain this stuff and like, sometimes you might get paid, you know, more doing X, Y, Z, but, but we just talked about instant gratification versus long-term gratification. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that you have this long-term gratification for what it can be. And so that's why you chose to be a part of it. Without a doubt, man, you know, the thing about it is, is I saw it is a huge opportunity for me to get into a position where, like you said, I was scrounging. I had limited resources and <clears throat> I had a vision and I said, like, well, this is a 20 year vision <laughs> at the pace I'm at. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, and, and, you know, you know, I recognize where my limitations were, not only financially, just with my own skill sets. And I needed to build, have a team around me that could complement what I could do. And I, I felt not only that that was available at it, but the mission of it was directly aligned with my personal mission. I mean, that was not like, oh, I have to sell out and go work for it. And I was like, no, no, That's these perfect, people man. fucking believe exactly what I believe. That's perfect, man. Yeah. And, and just, so, just so you know, right, this is a triple X rated pod. Like, you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm with you. I can say, I can drop F-bombs all day long. <laughs> all day long. But I, you know, I, I really like what you said there, man, because, and 
you know, because this podcast, I wanted to, it's everything is related to fitness, but also life and like getting the most out of everything that we're doing. You know, and it's all, this is always seems to be the main theme becomes like, look, man, I believe in what we're doing. I believe in the big vision. And it's like, this is my why. So you work harder because I don't care what you're doing. Like somebody could come in and go, hey, like here's these mountains of gold, but you got to go do this. And and it it doesn't excite me. And I don't see the big picture and like the purpose behind it. I'm not doing it. Now, maybe in my younger years, you know, maybe I would have got pulled off a little bit. But like when you find the reason, you know, and and I, I love this saying like by Gary Vaynerchuk, he said, you know, it's more important how you make your money than how than how much money you make. Right. And, and and I think the when you make your money the right way and you love what you do, I think that the possibilities actually are, are exponential. And, and um, you know, so that's why, we, you know, we've been talking now for years and it's been incredible to see where on it has gone. But and what you've been doing with it and where you've been going with it. So, you know, that's, it's been awesome, man, because I've also been through, you know, you said when I you took on like the 30 roles and we were talking, you're yeah. like, dude man I don't like I'm just doing like a million things a day yeah. and and to hear now it's calmed down and obviously that you know you've 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 given responsibilities to other people to take with this but it's awesome man it's great man you know the thing about it was uh you've been part of other organizations and you know the biggest thing was I didn't want to fall prey to the same mistakes I had witnessed or even felt I was you know uh in a position where I was hurt through some of those, some of yep, those situations, yep. right. Personally and professionally mm-hmm. as well. And that's fine. I can't judge anybody because I'm not living their, their world. You know, they're not, I'm not living their life. I'm not walking in their footsteps. So things are different. But one of the things that I thought would be a beautiful thing to create and on it facilitated that too, is create an organization where um, one day at lunch, uh, Shane Hines, who's now our director of education, awesome, awesome human being. Well, probably my favorite people in this whole world. Right. And one of my best friends and I were sitting down and we had gone through some organizations together, building ourselves up as on the education team, redesigning the curricula that were being taught internationally and then and then leaving that organization and ultimately feeling like, well, what was it that wasn't right? Why is it that we no longer resonated with it? Why was it no longer something that fulfilled us? And ultimately, we just realized that like a lot of a lot of the the closed natures of some of these communities, it, it, it elicits a huge feeling of connection early on that cult like mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their own language, their own lingo. It's very clicky and that's cool when it's cool. But at a certain point in time, most of us outgrow a f- the confines of, of any particular framework if it doesn't allow for individual expression and the opportunity to contribute in, in with your your gifts yes. right and so what we needed to figure out was well what does that look like and i just it was like the end of summer and in in, in cali summertime you have like uh lake time you know lake weekends and, and i just i went out with some friends on a boat and i was like man you know this is so great because every weekend there's all these people show up with their boats Right. And then they go somewhere. Right. They go to the Delta or they go off and they dock off and then they all tie tie their boats together. And as soon as they're tied together, it's not like, hey, you know what? <clears throat> that food looks good. Can I have some? They're like, no, man, don't even ask. Just hop over here and grab some. Or I'm out of beer. I'm out of Jack or whatever it is that you, I'm drinking over here. And people are just throwing uh, throwing a bottle of booze or a beer across across their boat to the other boat to share. You know, because once you're there, everything is 
everybody's this is communal right and then when people leave and this is the part that really blew my mind was because i was going through this process at the time and so just to witness it when people left it wasn't like why are you leaving you can't leave us. You, you get what I'm saying? Yep. That 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 mentality that people have. Now, now you're out. Now you're out. Asta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. either with us or you're against us, yeah. right? <clears throat> people are like, nah. All right, hey, you got to go. Yeah, I got to go a little early because I got a family commitment or or whatever, work or whatever. All right, we'll see you next weekend. Oh man, I won't be here next week. I can't come back tonight. All right, we'll see you next summer. Yeah, it doesn't matter because they know everybody acknowledges that when you get back here and we all at the same place at the same time, it's going to have the same vibe. And to me, like every friendship that I can maintain needs to have that type of energy. Like I don't see Luca for a couple of years, it ain't be no. like, it ain't gonna be like, dog. How come you don't call me? <laughs> be like, oh, we just, we shit, just pick dog. it right back up. Yeah, exactly. give me some love, man. Big hug. And so realistically, is as as non-related as that story is, uh, that's the type of vibe we want in our community. And then the the boats uh, are representative of whatever knowledge people bring and, you know, their gifts and sharing those gifts. So, you know, like you, you've always brought in prolific educators and, and people to edu- to share their gifts with your staff and share your house here as a, as a place for other people to come become better versions of themselves through that education and to, to get exposed. That's, that's, I mean, we're on the same, same mission. You and know what I mean? No, man, that's a great analogy because you're right with that, man. Like, you can, as soon as you start having that, you know, even when you get to a point where like, we got all this, right. And now we got to keep people out or don't, you know, don't go there and share that. Like that, that's when it, it's game over. Like where everything yeah. starts collapsing, right. When, when the philosophy behind it is, man, I, I want people to go and, yeah. you know, and, and bring it back and we all get better. Right. It isn't, and I know at a, at a certain point in time, you know, you do the whole, like, um, I know, like I know all this stuff, whatever. Yeah. But that that's game over, man. And and that's what I see with you know with you guys there is just like all the boundaries are open. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is awesome. But what do what do you think that is is a big and so what do you think is the driving force behind that? Um, you know, the is it just that the foundation has been set that way? So the people that are coming on board are just in line with that. So the, you know, the, the values, like it's attracting the right people and the right values or, you know, is it, is a big part like Aubrey's mentality or, or what, you know, what, what do you think is the driving force behind all that? Well, I think all the above, because that was always my goal, but going and hanging with Aubrey and realizing like, man, you know what? He, he, if he didn't believe in that, it wouldn't matter how much I yeah, brought to yeah, the table, yeah. you know, because there would be an overriding, you know, cultural difference between what he said as a precedent for the whole culture of on it and the things that I was doing at the on it Academy. And, uh, and so thankfully, yeah, going in there, it was great because I got in there and I basically had an interview by training Aubrey, a couple of our MMA fighters and, and my former predecessor, the former chief fitness officer. And I had, I had to run them through some stuff and, you know, basically demonstrate my skill set, Right. And so that, that was your interview. That was my All interview, right. man. <laughs> I like and, that interview. Man. And then to sit down yeah, and, yeah. and BS with Aubrey about just life and perspective. And, uh, and it was great because to be honest, it was such an unconventional way of going in and, and filling out who I was and what I bring to the table that I was like, man, this is, this is great because 
this is the way I would want to judge somebody. It's not like a p what a piece of paper says. Make me feel who you are through interaction and honesty, vulnerability. Like, can you be real? You know, everything's on the line. Can you still be you? You know, and that was the thing when I got in there. And and that's what we find now that we've set that culture is you like show up, be different, bring to the table what you have, you know. <laughs> as long as it's not disruptive to the, to the greater good, then it's going to be welcome, you know? And I think that's the key for what you said is I brought my whole, any gift that I have has been that I've been able to attract like some amazing human beings into my life and then be able to maintain those relationships in a way now where now I'm with on it. And now it's like all these people that were here for me, they were ride or die. I'm like, they're, they're still there for me. They, maybe there was not something big they could do for me, but they always provide me meaningful love and support. And I, I value what they bring to the table in terms of education or experience. Like you said, these are grinders. These are not like, you know, uh, necessarily the people you find in the magazines. These are the people on the ground implementing the stuff every day, you know? And, uh, and I'm like, well, the, I, those are the people I started to, to learn to celebrate and position within our, our infrastructure is like, Hey, cause the energy was right. Their experience is right. They fit into the culture. So what do you say? The four, the three C's is always like a character, like unquestionable people of character, culture fit into the culture, you know, and competence. So like, man, there's a lot of competent people, but there's not always somebody who matches, matches all, all three of those things. And now as, as I've worked with lots of people, it's always about circumstances too. It has to be right for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have the absolute most perfect person to fit into your team. And, but if it's not it's the right not time the right for time. them, yeah. yeah, you know, I like that, man. Yeah. So. Character, competence, and culture. Yeah. And circumstance. Four C's now. No, four C's now. Take that yeah. down. <laughs> down. But you know what? It's like, it's, I was just reading uh, this great book. It's called Better, Faster, uh, Smarter, right? It's uh, from the same guy that wrote The Power of Habit. And it's talking about like which teams are successful. And, and like one of these huge factors was that, in a team setting that people aren't afraid to put out their best ideas, even if they sound crazy or their craziest stuff to a point where even if it gets criticized, right, everybody feels, uh, kind of like an ease sharing with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's where they saw, like even if uh, the IQ was higher in one group or whatever else, they were more competent to a certain degree, that teams excelled most. If like we can sit down and I go like, hey, listen, man, I think we should do this, this and that. And you're like, ah, not, I think we should do this. And we're just kind of throwing stuff in there and everybody's uh, suggestions get acknowledged. Everybody gets heard, right? And then you kind of understand that there's a, a, a purpose that we all have that's the same, right? Yeah. And, we, and we work towards it. And I think that's a big part of, well, success, not of only on it, but like all of these organizations that, yeah. that you see that are constantly evolving and there is no right way, right? I mean, you guys have took a lot of curves. I mean, shit, like we we take curves every week, I think. I'm like, oh, guys, we're going to change some stuff up. You know that shit I said last week? It's out the window. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, but but you got to be able to, like, I think, adapt. And, you know, I think that the, the people are essentially the most important factor. Right? And, and so... Man, it's, it's, I had a question that was hiding behind there, but, uh, but I forgot it. And I'm sure I'll loop, I'll loop back to it, man. Yeah, that's cool. But where, where do you like, as of right now, cause I love hearing like where things are going. Like I'm yeah. always, I'm always like, here's what the future of fitness is. And I think here's what's, what's happening and developing, but like, where, where is on it going with a lot of the, the ideas and things like that? Well, you know, when I got, when I got to on it, that first 
piece of the education system. The the foundation was now the foundations course, which integrates all of our restorative and longevity systems along with the use of these t- unconventional tools, right? In a framework where people can just plug and play. Yep. That was like, if you get the manual, you go through a systematic approach of plugging in, uh, you know, mobility, movement prep work that ties into the, the work sets that you've, you've designed. Well, I mean, that's right? what I love about the course, man. It's like... It, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we're doing it. Yeah. Like it's, it's happening. It's helping. It's, you know what I mean? Like, I love that, man. So, I'm, I, and I've been really happy to hear that this, the, the systemization of that is really simple. So it's very like learn by doing and then apply in a formulaic way until you own it. And then you have all these specialized courses, which mm-hmm. are like, man, you know what? I really like when I use the mace. So I'm going to go down that path. It's a choose your own adventure kind of education system, right? So we're not saying like you have to do all 10 courses because we don't care. Like what we want to see is people do the foundational courses. So that's the foundations and the durability because we're rebranding ourselves as a longevity and performance system. Mm -hmm. So the longevity comes from our durability course. It's all soft tissue, um, joint health, and, and it's, it's been really great because of the level of accessibility of the way that we approach, approach that it's like everybody can participate is very low risk, high reward. Right. Um, so those are the two courses that make up the yin and the yang of the system, the using the tools in a, in a holistic systematic approach and then going deeper in the recovery methodologies so that you have that. Now, like you said, we built out this team of all these grinders, these people that are on the ground, on the ground floor, delivering stuff all the time and have specialized in, something very unique. So you have uh, Shane Hines, who's our director of education, but also has been teaching club swinging and steel club uh, exercise for years. He's, he had a whole business online that just Just was about clubs. Yeah. And then you have um, Eric Milan, our in-house steel mace master, which is just freaking killing it. Let's just say that nobody does shit with the, with the, with the mace that that Eric does. Nah, dude. He's a G body, body weight stuff, mace, man. The best. Like if you honestly, you got guys got to follow. Just go go on. Um, I mean, obviously follow on an academy on on Instagram, on Facebook and stuff. But also far follow Eric. What, what's his name? Is uh, uh, no, I'm saying his on on Instagram. Uh, I'll e- put Isik eight three one. Yeah, yeah. Isik eight three one. But follow the stuff because it's like it's, it's dope. And every time I go down there, he like puts me through the ringer. I'm sore for like seven days. But. Oh, you know, <laughs> he's just like that evil guy. He's like, let me show you what I'm yeah, working yeah, on it's, right it's all now. From love. Oh, you got to see this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, he's still, he's still talking about you. I think you still got the record for just going in there hungover and smashing Man. that warrior mace challenge. So, so this, this is a, a little, I think it was the Viking mace challenge. Viking, or something oh, that's like right. That. Viking mace challenge. Me and Jay Ferruja were, uh, were down. This was, this was the, the, the weekend of the grand opening, I think. Right? I think so. Yeah. yeah and so like, for oh, two, we went hard. We went hard. Yeah. Like, we went, so for two days, I, I, I know we, we're like, uh, let's just say we were consuming things I usually don't, right? Whatever. <laughs> and it was like a, it was a Monday because it was like, I think it was a Monday. And uh, we came in and, and Eric was like, yo, I got this challenge. And and I, I was so, you know, like when you're tired, so you don't want to think about training. Yeah. So you just want to be put through something. So it's like, all right, so we're just going to do this 20 minutes on a minute every minute. And so we did this, this challenge was like basically 20 reps per minute. It's like these rotational squats and lunges with uppercut. And it's basically it's 400 reps in 20 minutes. And then everybody started egging me on. And so I got pumped up. If anybody knows me, I like to take a challenge and, you know, <laughs> and go all in. And uh, I think I, I beat the record, whatever it was. I legitimately was 
crushed for like three or four days afterwards. Bro. Man, I felt muscles. I, didn't, I mean, I, I was done. But but that was fun. And that's usually kind of like what happens when I go down there. I, I get put through the ringer for something. Every um, time, man. Every, we we got to have but, something stored but, up but for it's you. It's always fun. You know what? Like, I think that that's one of the things that kind of also determines. I know we kind of went off track a little bit. But, you know, when I think about going down there, I always get excited. Awesome. It's like, oh, man, I'm going to go down there. But it's, I mean, I'm, it's the people, the environment, like. There's going to be something new that's going to be happening. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I think that's one of the big markers, like, or lagging indicators where you go like, man, this is a good spot to go to. Right. I mean, well, if we get back to delivering services that are of high value, it's an, it's experiential as well as, as, you know, anything else. Like, so, you know, that's one of the things that one of the things that when we, on the early on in the education system, we teach people how to deliver an experiential model of fitness, like, things that people are, can go and do once and still get like, there was something different there. Mm-hmm. There's something different there. There was a thought process there that I'm not used to being exposed to. And I feel really good. But then, um, you know, then moving forward, what keeps people going long-term is uh, seeing benchmarkers for success. So, so, so benchmarks of, of growth and success. So we're developing um, some, a leaderboard system that, that is, based on your own body weight. So it's not like this crazy thing where if you just have unfair advantage or if you're trained yep, yep. so high that, that people can't keep up with you, that you're always on the top. It's like, well, it's really not just about being on the top. It's just really about seeing personal growth. So yep. we start seeing that uh, most improved type of benchmarks as well, not just who's the best at something, right? Now, where's, the, where's that, is that system going to be within uh, the membership site also? That's going to be ideally a, a mobile app that, you know, our consumers will be able to access. And so they'll start awesome. to be able to track on their own, yep. um, having, you know, different leaderboards, uh, in gym, obviously we have, uh, goal to start having an affiliate gym model very similar to other gym models you see to proliferate the content, but it's just tightening up the system. Yep. So, um, you know, we talk about like what's in the future. So it's like, well, you have this team, you know, like we were talking about these specialized teachers, you know, battle ropes, Aaron Guyette, um, we have uh, Sarah Jamison with durability should be coming down from uh, Vancouver to visit this weekend as we deliver the course um, down the road. And, and uh, you know, we have this prolific team, but at the same time, uh, Marcus Martinez, a kettlebell. Sorry, yeah, I was about to say Marcus joined the team like not long ago. Right? Yeah. Marcus yeah, he, has joined he, he the does, team. He does great stuff, man. Dude, he's a, yeah. he's a beast, you yeah, know, he can and, do some pretty gnarly shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then, so now we got all this team gelling together. Um, people can go on this choose your own adventure kind of process. Cause there's a, a, enough content there so you don't feel like you're just pigeonholed into what we want to force feed you. <clears throat> then the goal is to have people kind of own own a little bit more their role within the organization. So be a leader, right? So now that we have these channels where people can self-select what they're passionate about, because you're going to always be the most impactful person when you're teaching what you're passionate about. Just kind of like what you're talking about. You go somewhere, you you feel the energy is it's it's contributed and you can give it back and participate, plug in, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, so when people choose that path, they can specialize in that to a higher degree and, and test out proficiency and be able to, to be a, a coach. So there's a local resource where they can start teaching uh, pre-formatted workshops and also own a channel on the on-demand platform. So the big thing for us is uh, the other mistake that I feel some organizations uh, have made in the past and, and on the, from the outside looking in or from my own judgment of where we are in the organization right now, mm-hmm. we, we haven't we haven't really done any better. But the framework is being built out so that people, when they're plugged in, like the always it always seemed like it was like a 
like everything fed up to the top. You know, there's always a lot of organizations where like that person at the top is doing really, really well. But a lot of the people who come in and show up every year and bleed for what's happening, they don't necessarily have a lot of opportunity financially um, that they can get some PR and get some positioning by helping teach a lot of times, which is, is always valuable. And that's what I did to, to separate myself from a lot of people in the, in the education scene was just go and, and help teach right for free. Um, but I, I was th- always thinking like, well, you know, one of the things that would have made it easier was if I was making money in that process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there was turnkey opportunities and unique positioning, if there was this online proliferation model that they, I didn't have to, the, those people don't have to build for themselves because they don't necessarily have the technical know-how they're on this, there's on this platform that has the on it name and brand and look and feel, you know, and they've earned their place there. And the thing is, you're, I mean, this is so on point, man. Like, and now we're, we're, you know, we're speaking from a business perspective. Uh, and I think gyms, I think this is a good conversation for, you know, if I look at Vigor Ground, you know, I've started getting that going like, man, like I want to build, build this platform and, and have my guys become, you know, stars within their own right and choosing what they want to do that inspires them and fires them up. Like exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I think one, that actually makes everybody better, right? Because there's motivation behind oh, wow, like there's a never ending path. Because what's the problem a lot of times right now? I mean, still, let's look at the majority of fitness, right? It's like, okay, I do this stuff and then what else is there? Where, where else can I go? And you have to be able to show people like, no, 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 look, this is where we're going. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I want to go there, right? And, it, and the thing is the platform, just like the Onnit platform, like it elevates everyone, yeah. right? And it's the same thing that I want. And I think on a on a you know smaller level, like to, to be, have your own fitness business in any realm, I think that's the smartest way to go about it. And it's worth the effort. And like the people that you have on your team that can like see that North star, like we're, we're, we're looking at the same thing, but it's like, yeah, you have like endless opportunities to go with us. And, it, so, and then you, you can create your own unique opportunities too, it, right? Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I, I think that at the end of the day, we all got to realize, look, it, it, the power of choice, right? It's like in, in so many different ways, like nobody's stopping you from being able to do whatever. Yeah. Right. It's like, who's holding you back? And like, I, I wanted to make, and I know you guys do too. Like if somebody's like, has that, the competency and the culture and he's, and, and they're working their ass off. Right. That you're, you're like, okay, here's more opportunity. Yeah. Do more work, more opportunity. Do more, you know what I mean? Like it's so that they get rewarded for it. Cause I think that the frustration kick, kicks in if somebody's really motivated, really fired up, they're doing the work and it's like this glass ceiling. Yeah. It's like, I can't, you know, I can't go anywhere. Right. And you're like, ah, okay. I quit. I go somewhere else. I do something else. And it's a shame. Right. Cause, cause there, there's, there's so much more out there. Well, I mean, that's one of the things the first time I started talking to you about everything that you guys do at Vigor Ground. And I started seeing these ads pop up for the pack, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, what is like, I'm the wolf and they got the pack. What's going on with this? I'm going to have to cash up with these guys. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, now. I pay John like 4%. On fast, fast forward. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I'm part of the pack too. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's sir. great. Um, but at the same time, you know, I was like, you know, I think. It's such a, a a funny situation that the fitness industry, I remember, you know, was it like eight years ago? Everybody thought it was like the Wild West and everybody can just open up a shop and it was like easy money. 
you know, because they because they do kind of simple math. The yeah. simple math yeah. is like the, the simple math. The simple math doesn't <laughs> take into account any of the expenses associated right. with the potential for income, right? <laughs> you know, so it's like really simple. You have a hundred thousand dollar a year business, yeah, but your expenses are eighty five thousand dollars a year. So, <laughs> so you work on your house and make fifteen k. Like yeah, you're like oh, okay. ouch, you know. But um, there's been a huge awakening in this industry, not only as to the the necessary components that you need to have in your game, in your pocket, the skills and and the resources, the grit that it takes to be successful in this business. But also that it's really is still kind of the Wild West if you have that mindset that you can create turnkey systems, turnkey like offerings, businesses within your business, like you know, like at the Onnit Academy, we literally have like six different business units operating in a gym. And that's what you guys have. You know, you have like online coaching, you know, the mastermind group. And, yep. and you got the this ascension model where, you know, there's always somewhere for not only your trainers or your staff to step up into a new role, but your, your community members. You know, everybody wants to level up all the time. Right. And so, you know, I think. Man, you know, it's it took a long time for me to realize that that was always something I was trying to do, but I didn't I didn't always have didn't always have the clout to to get it done, you know. So, you know, plugging in to, st- to guys like you, you know, it definitely helped me out a lot too. Is like, okay, I knew there was something I'm trying to work towards, but then sometimes just having it laid out and by by people that you respect and say like, oh yeah, this is this is what we're doing. I'm like, yeah, that is that's what we're trying to do too. It, it that validation of of the process and so i think early in the in the game a lot of people are just trying to have one offering and and that's a good idea focus on one thing and be and be great at it and so be that, great at so it. that you know that it works exactly but it's like once you know that it works there's always like for instance right I, like i want i get some stuff from on it and all of a sudden this is great stuff i want to get more stuff right yeah. and and we, i think we all want that we connect to things and it's like how can you deliver more value i mean that's really the end of the day is the question right yeah how can i deliver more value how, how can i give people more of you know uh something that they want and the solution that's gonna help them you know get rid of the frustration yeah you know i mean so I, Gene is like, I keep it really real. Gene, Gene is giving me the like the, the the, the wrap Dave it Chappelle, up, the wrap, Dave it up. wrap it up button right there, <laughs> you know. But I wanted to make sure that uh, that we you know we get you in and we and we get to talk and like we'll uh, we're coming to the barbecue tomorrow, right? Yeah, what time is that? We got to do this. It's at 6 p.m., right? I made sure it's after you're, you know, all right. a- after you're done, we got we got food, we got drinks. It's all good. So we're going to go be at Alki. Um, You know, it's, it's like May and it's like there's 82 degrees in Seattle. It's you got beautiful. you got to celebrate that in itself. Uh, but thank you for coming by, man. I really appreciate you, man. Um, And before we leave, yeah, yeah. where are some things? Because there's a lot of different places they can find out more about on it, especially like the, the, um, the online membership site. Which is awesome. Just let them know, you know, where you can find out more about you, sites, uh, Instagram, social media, whatever it is. Definitely. You know, the easiest thing to do is just make sure you get get on our blog, the onit.com slash academy. Uh, this is like the the educational platform for all of on its total human optimization models, strategies, uh, methods. I mean, we just put out like a 7,000 word beginner's guide for to intermittent fasting. Ah, I just saw that. Yeah. That was cr- yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dang, that's, yeah. that's intense. Uh, but, um, but we're always trying to, just like Lucas said, build more value for people who come and plug in um, turnkey educational opportunities from that blog, you know, whatever you're interested in fitness, 
food, lifestyle, mindset. There's always a ton of content there. Um, per, me personally, best way to connect is on Facebook, John Wolf, or on a coach page because my personal content page is pictures of my daughter and my wife with me. So uh, you, if you want anything <laughs> business related, get on the professional page because otherwise you're just going to get inundated with really cute baby pics. Exactly, you know? which is always good. Yeah. Um, always good. Instagram, Coach John Wolf, and uh, and of course, Haunted Academy. Make sure to check out that Instagram. Just always popping on there. Um, if you're in Austin, Texas, please come by Haunted Academy. Come by. Seriously, it's a great experience. Uh, don't miss it. And when the new Vigor opens, just so you know, the only official thing that we'll be selling for supplements is on it. I'm just making it clear, right? But seriously, so I appreciate you, brother. Hey, much um, love. And uh, we got to get me out of here. Catch you on the next episode of Vigor Ground Podcast. I probably missed a bunch of stuff I'm supposed to say and reviews and all that, but whatever. Peace out. Peace.